Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 208 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. This question was sent by Jane. She writes, Is there a source on the internet for all of the Toto Hill Hill scale patterns? I am playing 15 to 20 hours per week in preparation for some private lessons in Paris this summer. I am an accomplished musician, but my pedal technique has become lazy over time. Working it back into shape as I am playing repertoire such as the Gulma Opus 42, which has very demanding pedal passages. Thank you for your inspiration, Jane. So, Osha, I think the best uh, place to look for solutions uh, for finger uh, for pedaling uh, patterns uh, playing scales in all keys is probably our pedal virtuoso master course yes i would say so because it has all kind of skills you know and all kind of pedalization it's it's, it's quite demanding because right away from week one uh, we start with c major uh, pedal scale over one octave and um, and every day for six days in a row you learn four different keys four different scales in ascending number of accidentals c major a minor g major e minor then we day two d major b minor a major f sharp minor and so on so by the end of week one you have the knowledge of playing you know those scales over one octave yes is this enough Osha? for starters yes but when you need to expand you know the diapason and to play not in one octave but in two octaves right and uh, we do that in week uh, two uh, the same uh, the same order of keys but now we expand into two octaves. And the principle uh, for somebody who has never done it before is is a s- very systematic, I would say. Uh, we try to keep all, both uh, feet together and your knees together and your heels together. Basically, your two feet have to move as one unit, right, Osha? Yes, but it never works for me, for example, because I have short legs. So, if, you know, I have to play scale in two octaves. I wouldn't be able to keep my knees together because I would fall down from the organ bench. You would, you would fall down? Yes. Mm. <coughs> Why would injure my spine? So, this is just for improving your technique, of course. In real life, those kind of passages over two octaves um, is rare to find. Because it's good if you are made playing in the middle range. Then it's okay, it's fine, you can do that. But when you go extremely high up or extremely low down, then it's much harder. Unless you have a long legs, mm-hmm. which I don't. So... And um, basically, when I first released this course, I received a feedback from one of my earlier 
students playing C major scale that it wasn't really comfortable to play with both feet in the extreme uh, ranges you know uh, when you play C D E F so you sh in 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 theory you could play C with left toe D with right toe E with left heel and F with right heel right and then turn to to G with left toe A with right toe uh, B with left heel and C with right heel. So this is the system we use. But in reality, it's, it's completely um, unnatural to do this in the lower range of the pedal board up to, uh, let's say, base G. So then I, will, I, I changed uh, the first five notes from C to G. I recommend playing just with the left foot. That's what I would do too, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to reach such a low notes with my right mm -hmm. foot. And then the same is uh, with the last few notes in the in the tenor range. Uh, let's say A, B, and C. Now we think is best to be played with the right foot sure. alone. Yes. So, so the principle is we keep is uh, quite straightforward, right? Uh, we alternate toe-toe, heel-heel for for both uh, uh, feet wherever possible. But of course, when you you get keys with accidentals, then you get into some tricky situations and sometimes you have to think whether to start with the toe or with the heel in order to land on the toe um, when you're playing this uh, sharp that's true like in uh, like in E minor E would be uh, left heel F sharp would be uh, left toe and G would be right toe, A would be uh, left heel, B would be right heel, and so on. Right. So we had to think about what's possible, and sometimes you have to skip sometimes some some notes uh, because uh, uh, when you get to more accidentals, uh, like uh, like F sharp major, for example, then it's you have to even do substitutions. Luckily, you don't have many passages in organ music where you would have to play F sharp scales in the pedals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think uh, it's useful for people, at least uh, from the feedback we received so far. It's not easy. You have to understand that a lot of people start with week one, maybe week two, and then they stop and don't continue. Because later we have uh, arpeggios over tonic chord, and then arpeggios over dominant seventh chord, and dominant uh, seventh scale degree diminished chord, and chromatic scales, and the same with double octaves. You know, this is really a virtuoso uh, organ pedal technique course. But it starts with a single octave scale. Yes. And it doesn't mean that you have only to work on the pedal course. No. 
you need to play repertoire as well, you know, in addition to this. Because if you will play only pedal exercises, you will get bored after a while. Exactly. And the point of this is just to give you enough tools uh, for later practice. Because when you learn those scales, let's say over two octaves, you can easily incorporate those exercises as a warm-up. Yes. After you complete this course, you know, to keep the technique flexible. Uh, because the, the, the entire point or the mystery behind uh, the perfect pedal technique, as uh, Marcel Dupre said, is uh, the flexibility of an ankle. So while doing those tricky exercises, you develop flexibility of an ankle. That's true, yes. But it's not for everybody. For example, people who like um, um, real music will get bored very quickly while playing those scales and arpeggios. Right, Osha? Yes, that's true. Uh, would you do this course yourself? Well, it depends. Uh, at which point of, of your development you are? Yes, right? if I would get this kind of course at the beginning of my career, mm -hmm. then yes, I would do it. Now I would probably not. Or if you, if you need to, you know, perfect your pedal technique in a, you know, rather short period of time to play, I don't know, a symphony of some sort, or a, you know, French symphonic piece, or maybe Frank's grand piece symphonique. Well, talking about Frank, I think his pedal part is so easy. I've, I know very few organ, French organ composers who wrote pedal part as easy as Frank did. Or let's say Reger, if you wanted to oh, play yes, Reger. Oh yes, you would have to do it. Or um, Durufle, probably. Yes. And Vern wrote some also some very mm -hmm. tricky pedal part, but not Frank. So yeah, uh, investigate your your uh, your. Uh, Choices and uh, vision in in your in your uh, pedal technique development in the future. What would you like to accomplish? And if you want to, you know, uh, get flexible ankles and be able to play those tricky passages with your feet, then this course might work for you. Yes, definitely. Thank you, guys. This was Vidas. And Osha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.